to another episode, Monday edition of the Chad Prather Show. Before we get into the show and the news and the headlines, I want to remind you that our friends at Home Title Lock sent us yet another example of how devastating home title fraud is and why every single listener needs Home Title Lock. So I want to tell you about Bill and Betty from Portland. Yes, from Portland. Online thieves in the U.S. and abroad found the couple's home title exposed on a website that scares me. That really does scare me. Scare me. They forged the document so it looked like they were the new owners and borrowed thousands of dollars against the property. Bill and Betty didn't know until the late payment notices poured in. But it got worse. A foreign bank foreclosed and had them evicted from their own home. They spent a fortune trying to get their home back. Bill and Betty did not have home title lock. So look here. For pennies a day, home title lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And here's what I advise every listener to do. Go to home title lock. Dot com and register your home to see if your title has, one, already been tampered with, and you need to register. If you register now, you'll receive a free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. You'll get it for free. So go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. Do not be like Bill and Betty. <laughs> be smart like the Chad Prather Show. We had a great weekend, and uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana, had a great show over there Saturday night. Good folks at the uh, Golden Nugget Casino there. We had a blast. We're headed out. Party Fallon, Party Fallon and I are getting back out on the road this week. We're looking forward to being in Spokane, Washington this Wednesday night. So, hey, come have a happy hump day in, in eastern Washington. Spokane, Washington, back at the Bean Crosby Theater. That's going to be this Wednesday night. Then we're going to be uh, over in Boise, Idaho, once again on Thursday night. Friday night, we will be in Idaho Falls. And Saturday night, winding up this little road trip down in Casper, Wyoming. So this will be a second trip to all four of those cities. Coming back through with the Star Spangled Banter State of the Union, having a blast with these things. So even if you've been to a show, come again because we've got new things to say. Because you know what? The world is changing. And D.C. has written more jokes. And America, America is still a funny place to live. Hot news, Natalie, is in the hot seat. Happy Monday. Did you have a good Easter? I did have a great Easter. Yeah. I actually flew to Florida and uh, got to witness one of my best friends getting engaged. See, I wanna, I, that's like a special friend that flies all the way to Florida just to see him get engaged. And I can understand flying all the way for the wedding. Yes. See, this is first world entitlement here. Only in America <laughs> do we jump on a plane. And you guys were the you, you guys escorted the the engagement ring. We had the ring. That's very. They had a lot of faith in you guys to deliver the ring. Yes, there was a lot of faith in our flight. It just so happened that you know the the weather that was going across the United States hit right as our plane was supposed to land in Florida. So we got can our flight got canceled. <laughs> And we have the Wedding's ring. Off. Yeah, we have the ring for the proposal. And I'm sitting there at the Southwest Airlines ticket counter going, you can't cancel this flight. So anyway, we flew by way of Columbus, Ohio. But we ended up there a little there. late, but yeah. we brought the ring. It happened, and she's a happy girl. There it is. Was yeah. it as eventful as you hoped it would be? Was it excited? Did she cry enough? Like, if I'm going to fly all the way across the country, you better freaking cry. Well, and I'm going to tell you, I would not want to be him back on the plane had this engagement not happened because it's been you know long and coming so yeah. she's she was ready for a ring and was hoping it would come and i think but what she did not realize that five of us were coming to witness it yeah all the way from dallas so yeah. it was great oh well congratulations Happy to for them. Her. yes we were on a plane my lovely uh dr jade over here in the peanut gallery Woo-hoo. jade i think you should wear that lab coat every every episode i might just, just 
Dr. Jade. I think I you should. <laughs> Ask Dr. Jade. No, uh, not Dr. Jade. Well, you are on this show. Dr. Mm-hmm. Phil is not a doctor. <laughs> so you so can be Dr. Jade, I, I, I can play. I can play one on social media. I love how Jade media. just corrects everything. I'm like, welcome to the world of television <laughs> where you can be any damn thing you want to be. You're a nurse practitioner. You're closer than any of us will ever mm-hmm. be. True. You can write prescriptions. That's a doctor in my book. <laughs> Uh, Jade and I were on the plane yesterday, leaving Lake Charles. The plane starts off, you know how it gets that, mm-hmm, and your ears kind of stop up, and, and you just feel yourself pressed against the seat, and the plane's about to take off, and all of a sudden, they slammed on the brakes. Yeah, they did. And I'm like, that's fantastic. That's and, they, just, and they turned around and they started said, over. Oh, wait, you know what? We're going to turn around <laughs> and go back. Uh, there, there's a, like a, something wrong with the steering thingy, I, I quote. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I said, there's something wrong with the hand steering thingy. And um, I know it was something stupid like that. The hand steering steerer something. thingy. And so we went back, did another U-turn and tried it again. Mm-hmm. This plane was built circa 1938. <laughs> I think like this was a... a not a Lindbergh model, but definitely a Howard Hughes, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Spruce Goose kind of thing. This was the paint was chipping off. When you get on a plane and, and the paint is falling off of it, and it just looks like something that sits in somebody's yard in North <laughs> Alabama, and it's a '78 Pinto, you know, and you rub your hand across it, and the and just the dust from the primer comes off on your hand. That's the way this plane was. Like, We're in South Louisiana. It's South Louisiana. They don't send that. They don't send the A game to South Louisiana. <laughs> no, they don't. Party foul. Steve's in the hot seat. Get puppet, get puppet, Master Mark Candice, Queen of the Ethiopians, always at the helm, driving the mothership here in Studio 22. Things are going on in the headlines. I want to get to them. Some are very serious, some uh, not so serious as we tend to do. But the very first one I think we need to talk about is what? I would say the bombings in Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Over Easter. Yeah. Uh, boy, what's Cl- what? how sad. Yeah, it really is. Close to 300 Dead. people killed in this Mm -hmm. this was a targeted against churches christians Mm -hmm. you know the christian population of sri lanka is not a large population so it was very targeted it it had to be very focused it's not like just randomly bombing churches in america this this is a targeted strategic attack for simultaneous bombings which were like what eight nine ten different bombings that went off and luxury hotels i believe churches this was very coordinated and I would I would say that they are obviously investigating that there's a bigger picture here. Yeah. Some there's a bigger group that's behind this. Well, when you're targeting churches, you're targeting Christians, and if you're Correct. targeting luxury hotels, you're targeting Westerners. So mm-hmm. you know the, the the telling thing for me is um, how much the media wants to come out and not say things like radical Islam. They don't want to say that the person was Islamic at all or anybody that they've caught or captured or anybody that they found connected with this. And the problem that I have with that is when the Christchurch shootings happened in New Zealand, people like Hillary Clinton came out and they talked about uh, white supremacists. And they talked about, she by name called them hate crimes. And by name, she used used terminology like this. If you Google the name Hillary Clinton and Christian and Twitter... To the best of my research, Hillary Clinton has never used the word Christian in a tweet. Now think about that. Even Barack Obama in his so-called sympathizing, uh, a good friend of mine who's left-leaning, and he is a very good friend of mine, the other day he tweeted something, he retweeted Obama and said, 
I really miss having a president that knows how to use words properly. But yet Obama came out with his tweet, his his condolence tweet was he referred to them as Easter worshipers. Well, it is, as Party Foul has alluded to off air, where you put the pause. But they weren't Easter worshipers. They were Christians. Mm -hmm. And as hard as that is for some people to get out, they were followers of Jesus Christ. They were celebrating the resurrection. Believers (laughs) in the resurrection of Jesus Christ on Easter who were celebrating and they were targeted by radical Muslims. Now, I have come out on this show numerous times and I've said, you know, I've caught flack over the years and I've had people who said, oh, Islam is a religion of peace. It's not a religion of peace. You can't point to any place on the planet where it's been a lasting ideology, political directive, or religious leader uh, leadership where it's had lasting peace. You can sort of point to Malaysia or, or Indonesia or something like that. People have tried to point to Sri Lanka. Well, there goes that. Mm. So, you know, there there goes that. But it just bugs me. That's the that's that's they they refuse to call it what it is and the the mainstream media i i read cnn's article on it yesterday there's nothing there that calls it that so our hearts go out and and again this Mm -hmm. is not i know when we talk about things like this it sounds like we're trying to politicize everything but everything has already been politicized so you have to talk about it from that angle Mm -hmm. at the end of the day my heart goes out to anybody, you know, I tweeted yesterday and I said, radicals, don't they just kill you? What we got to do, and I said this in a tweet, we have got to call it what it is and shut it down, period. Got to shut it down. It is what it is. It, look, if you're a white supremacist, you got to be shut down. I'm not calling for violence. I'm just saying your ideology is is idiotic. It's It's full of death and it needs to be shut down. If you are a radical, I don't care what you are. If you're some fundamentalist that wants to cause harm to other people, let me say something. If your religion is not strong enough to bring about a peaceful and miraculous conversion because God's power is so strong in that religion, then your religion is impotent and it has no teeth in it. So there you go. There's nobody coercing. I saw an imam that came out on the news the other day who said, and, you know, this crazy nut, he said, when we finally decide to uprise in Britain, he says, when we finally decide to uprise, we're going to go door to door and we're going to ask if you're going to convert to Islam. If not, there will be consequences. Mm -hmm. That that's that's not how God converts people. And that's how they're trying to do it right now. With the bombings. In different places of the world, it is. I mean, look at Brunei. Brunei were radical, were Muslims. I don't even say we're radicals. I'm just saying practicing Muslims. The the new law is stone gays to death in public. Mm -hmm. That's that's what they want. So, Well, and I think we need to pay attention. This is a mission. It is. You know, this happened in Sri Lanka. So for a lot of people, it's, you know, half a world away, not, you know, affecting us over here. But mind you, if if this group was able to coordinate this. We got to keep our eyes and ears open, pay attention. Absolutely. And be, you know, I know in our churches in Texas, many churches, there are many armed uh, worshipers. Yeah. (laughs) Loving Jesus. Gun worshipers. So many gun worshipers were at church today. Yeah. That's right. But I know the church, you know, the church I go to, they have armed uh, deacons in the church. um, And they are vigilant keeping an eye. So we have to pay attention as Americans to this because you think it's a half a world away. 
Look, Watch I don't out. ever. I've never been the one to call myself prophetic, but I'm awfully intuitive, and I can remember 20 years ago saying that churches will become the new targets. Mm-hmm. And then what has happened in the last 15 years? Sure enough, people walk in, they start mm-hmm. shooting places up, and they do. And I'm not; those aren't radical Muslims; those are just crazy people, you know, right. in America that are doing that. So it's, I'm not just saying; I'm just saying if you're crazy, if you and and by that I, I lump in if you're radical. Look, if you claim to be a Christian and your Christianity espouses some form of white supremacism. You are crazy. First of all, you worship Jesus, who was a brown man. So shut up. Get your life right. Convert yourself. The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God's eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 3.23. Get yourself together, people! Chad's Steve. on the Roman road. Romans 3.23 is for all have sinned and come short yeah. of the glory of God. Okay, Romans 5.23 then. There, there you <laughs> go. Romans 5.23. The Roman road. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Or is it 623? Pull out your Bible, Steve. 523. Yeah. 323 is all of sin and falls short of the glory of God. I left it on the dash. I knew I was wrong when Steve was over there counting on his fingers. <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right. Let's go on to another story. Many hearts, prayers for them. Uh, yeah, our out. hearts are yes. out. And, and then I had somebody on Twitter who said, you know, keep your prayers to yourself. No. Right. Prayers have proven to be impotent. Okay. I can tell you that you're wrong. What else we got going on? Well, I wanted to talk about, uh, gosh, there were there 20 uh, Democrats running? Something like that. There's, I lost there's, count. There's probably 20. But Eric Swalwell? Swalwell. Yeah. This guy is basing his entire campaign on gun control. Yeah. That is his first passion, which affects me mm-hmm. personally as my husband, his brother-in-law. You know, we're they're building a gun range. Yeah. So this affects your me. brother-in-law, his, your husband, his what brother. Did I say? You said his brother-in-law. But well, yeah. I'm sorry. My husband and my brother-in-law yeah. are building a, a gun range. <clears throat> There's a bit of a Twitter war between Dana Lash mm-hmm. and Eric Swalwell. And this is something that I really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Woo! Dana, who again, Dana and Chris Lash, we, we've got an open invitation for them to come into Studio 22 and sit down with us anytime. They're friends of the program, mm-hmm. friends of ours, and we love you and, and pray for you because, my gosh, they catch a lot of flack. I'm telling you, which I don't think they mind so much. I, I think they kind of no, enjoy and Eric, some of it. This, but, Swalwell but, stuck his foot in his mouth. Well, he made a very sexist comment. He did. In his tweet. And do you have the tweet there? I handy? think I do. Yeah. Because what he wanted is if he wanted a debate with either Oliver North or the president of NRA and. But president, all, but send me your president, Oliver North. Let me read it to you. Yeah. OK, oh, okay so not yet. Yeah, not. Um, he says Miss Lash. He wanted President Oliver North, who is the president of NRA. Yes. OK. I see you spent another day blowing up my Twitter. Yeah. Thank you for following. But here's the deal. You're an at NRA mouthpiece. I don't aim down, so I don't debate mouthpieces. But send me your president at Oliver North. I'll debate him anywhere. Well, that's that's the. (laughs) And he said, I don't aim down. Uh Yeah. What he doesn't understand is or either he understands he's just too stupid to admit it. And what everyone needs to understand is Dana Lash is the spokesperson for the NRA. Correct. It is her job to do the debating. Mm-hmm. It's her job to do the public forums. And so he's calling on Oliver North, and that Oliver North runs the runs the lobby. He runs the NRA, the organization. That's not his role. So she's saying, I'm I'm here for you. He's like, I don't aim down. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I understand what he's trying to say. He's trying to say, I'm not going below the president of the organization. But it's a very sexist statement to say, I refuse to debate a woman and to say I'm aiming aiming down. Also, to say you're aiming down when you're fighting guns is a pretty poor choice of words, in my opinion. Well, swall well. Well, and I'll tell you what. Just build um, us a swell wall. <laughs> That's what I want Trump That's to do. not where I was going with his name. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say it on air. Probably shouldn't. Well, and Dana probably isn't the one to to even throw that out there because she she will fire back and she'll fire back well. And of course, he's not going to debate her. She'd eat his lunch. She'd destroy him. She would destroy him. Um, And, you know, this is something she's used to as Bill Maher called her the spokesmodel for the NRA. Not spokesperson, spokesmodel. So this is nothing new for her. She can handle it. But it is interesting coming from, you know, a side that encourages women's rights and equality. And then immediately they hit below the belt the second that they feel threatened by a woman. Get Colin Noir on. He's offered to debate Swalwell. Our friend Colin Noir, he's been on the show. Uh, Upcoming episode. We still, yeah, we haven't aired that one yet. He's coming up. Uh, but Collins, a spokesperson for the NRA, let let Noir debate him. If he hasn't responded to Noir, he won't do it. Look, Oliver North would eat his lunch. Right? Are you kidding me? I mean, here, did you? Did, I mean, if you're old enough to remember Oliver North in the Iran Contra affair and the Iran Contra hearings, I think the man can do pretty well mm-hmm. under pressure. I cannot so. deny nor confirm that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be just fine, Swalwell. This guy. Well, and Swalwell he, that, reminds me of that cousin that you hate to see show up right. at Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> because you just know he's going to be the guy who either has a multi-level marketing plan that he's trying to sell you, like he has this opportunity. <laughs> if we can just sit down for a few minutes, I have this brand new opportunity. I really want to show you, and you'd be great at it. Or he's just going to sit there and, and talk about how great he is and how wonderful he is. He's going to pull up in his Corvette and his pop collars and his gold chain, but he's still looking for a job in management. You know, he can't quite find something. <laughs> Something that really fits his personality type because he took a personality test and he's like, you know, I just know what I should be, but I'm kind of holding out for that. So here's this douchebag that wants to be president and has nothing to offer the American people other than I'm going to take your guns. Why do you need them anyway? Because he said, well, all we got to do is nuke you, mm-hmm. jackass. Would you please pull some pictures, Candace, of the Holocaust victims? Just pull and, and throw them right here in this spot while I'm talking. And when you when you see these emaciated bodies, look at them. This is why you will never take my guns. This is why. Because I would rather be dead than this. I'd rather be dead than this. I'd rather be nuked than this. You understand what I'm saying? You you will not take my guns. It's not going to happen. Not. I said it on the Chad Brazer Show. It's party time, Mom. Not taking my guns. None, Swalwell. And I don't care if you win a debate, lose a debate with Dana. I don't care. She will eat your lunch, but you're not taking my guts because I will not be victimized by government. There's no way. And neither will anybody in this room. I won't allow it. Well, and she gave a pretty badass response to him, to his belittling comment, which is what it was. But he didn't respond. And he's not going to. He's not going to. He's got nothing. There's often people, they put out those snide comments like that, and they're they know what they're doing. They're just doing it indirectly. Well, it's the stupid thing about Swalwell is he goes, well, um, you've been you've been really blowing up my Twitter or whatever. She's <laughs> like, no, I responded to you, douche. I mean, she didn't say that. That's my words because he's a douche. 
And of course he's paying attention to her. She's the spokesperson for the NRA. So don't even pretend like you don't know who she is. Like he calls her irrelevant. Yeah. That, that's not, well, that's stupid. On no, your I'm part. irrelevant. <laughs> right? I'm irrelevant. Swalwell hasn't tweeted me at all. I'm irrelevant. If What if I said I'm going, I'm willing to debate you? I, I wouldn't even get a response. Mm-hmm. I can't even get Don Jr. to retweet me. <laughs> <laughs> this is irrelevant, uh, Eric. Dana Lash is not. That's right. I know my place. I'm right. a white man. After your CPAC selfie, you're on a watch list. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Getting bumped around by the Secret Service. Yeah. Anyway, our message for Dana is you go get them. Get them, girl. Get them. We got you back. That's right. Uh-huh. 100%. Oh. Party time, Mom. I pray anyway. for the lashes. I do because I, I pray for wisdom for them. They're protected. They don't need angels. Mm-mm. They're already protected. <laughs> <laughs> they have taken certain measures for sure. Yeah. Speaking of people saying stupid things, I want to jump over to uh, something that I know is, is there's a lot of things being said by stupid people. Let's talk about Maureen Walsh, Republican <gasps> state senator from Washington, Maureen Walsh, who even Kathy Griffin, who we do not <laughs> care much about, uh, even Kathy Griffin came out and said, my mother is a nurse and even i am smart enough to know what demographic of people not to piss off when she came out talking about nurses that we need to care for patients first and foremost and by putting these types of mandates on a critical access hospital that literally serves a handful of individuals i would submit to you those nurses probably do get breaks they probably play cards for a considerable amount of the day she basically said that a lot of these nurses who who are out in these remote areas that don't have a lot of patients they don't need like patients as in people they're treating not mm-hmm. yeah they don't need these breaks and these you know off during work hours to take breaks it's about patient care and they probably spend most of their time uh playing cards all day anyway so let's talk to jay jay do you have an opinion jay do you on- need my hey. oh, oh i'm sorry you busy were y'all talking oh are Nurse you playing cards Jade. did y'all need something yeah uh do you have a seven well, Go fish. i do have a seven um i was really in a hot game with some people online my nurse friends so but who are, who are working um, right I guess now they're 12 hours down i mean i'm kind of busy but Deal me in. Well, Jade's got, Jade's got, <laughs> deal Jade, me in. I, I, yeah. You lost enough in Lake Charles, Louisiana this weekend. Yeah, I did the first night there. Jade, do you want my ponytail holder? Because I feel like you should tie your hair back. Well, I do have a ponytail holder, but I just really wasn't going to work because nurses don't really do that kind of thing. They, Not during a 12-hour shift. No, 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 no. There's there's really nothing for us to do. So, you know, um, yeah, you know, all the nurses, I'm sure, everywhere, at least in the U.S., are all pretty pissed off for very good reason. And we were at the casino over the weekend with Chad when all of that went down, and I was really glued to my phone, and Chad was like, what's going on? And I was like, something that affects my world. (laughs) And all my nurse friends, um, and not just nurse friends, but everybody in healthcare that has to be in a hospital. It's it's, it's hard. Um, It's hard enough as it is. And one of the things that Maureen said you know, Chad said, be sure that you don't take anything out of context. So I rewatched and rewatched what she said, how she said it, which was quite demeaning. Um, and mm-hmm. and it really made me mad. So I know in the heart of nurses, everybody was really mad. So the point is, um, she spoke to something that she doesn't know anything about. The nurses aren't speaking to what she does for a living. Um, so why would she do that? And her deal was saying what she was trying to say was in these outlying places, 
they're probably not seeing very many patients anyway. So they should not really have to have the same rules that the big hospitals have, which would be um, a guaranteed break, a guaranteed lunch. And I worked for a very large hospital in Fort Worth. um, And after a nurse sued a hospital in California because she wasn't getting lunch breaks, we had to start clocking, not clocking out. Um, I do for the hospital I work for now, but we had to actually at the end of shift click on something saying that we either did or did not get a break for lunch without being interrupted. Um, And many times the lunch breaks, we knew we were going to sit down and we'd be up in 10 minutes. So we would be stuffing as much as we could. Um, And it's our choice to be nurses. It's our choice to work long shifts. There's a reason we uh, work long shifts, Senator Walsh. And it is because it's continuity of care. So when you're, when you've got three shifts in one day, something's going to be missed because things are missed when you only have two nurses working a shift. Um, so how dare she? And I think that's how nurses are feeling. How dare she ever say anything like that? And in those hospitals, one of the things she said is it's hard enough to get nurses to work as it is. And she's exactly right. So of course, you're not going to attract those nurses saying, well, you're not going to get the same liberties as the big hospitals. You're not going to attract anything. And you're certainly not going to attract quality nurses. You know, and I know that other professions, police officers and EMTs and firefighters and the military, they don't necessarily get those breaks either, you know, but they should. And so should nurses. They're making decisions. They're giving medications. They're cleaning a lot of bottoms, a whole lot of bottoms. I'm not sure how many Senator Walsh has cleaned, but I'm going to guess zero. Um, At least people who were not in her family, it's zero. Anyways, so that's kind of my take on that. Can I ask you a question about that? Because I watched this as well. Um, one thing that she mentioned, and I, if correct me if I'm wrong, she said something about these these nurses work 12-hour shifts. Let them work eight hours mm-hmm. because you're talking out. And she said the nurses are talking out of both sides of their mouth. They want the 12-hour shifts, but they're tired. So let them go to eight hours. What does she mean by that? I think she means it, it is tiring. Eight-hour shifts are also tiring. She's just saying we you can't have it both ways. But no matter how many hours you work in nursing, it's exhausting because there is no sitting down. There's certainly not time to be playing cards or any game, period. And if you do, so we have to chart on the computer. Well, if somebody walks out of their room, a family member walks out of a room, they're going to give you the evil eye because to them you're surfing the Internet when actually we're charting because we'd also mm-hmm. like to go home on time. We have to chart everything we do. We screwed in a light bulb. We got to chart it. We came in and we moved your glass from here to here because you're whatever you don't want to. We have to chart every single thing we do. We hate it, but it is how it is. It's great for the hospitals. Not always great for patient care. So I could definitely go off into a whole another thing on, you know, the hospitals and patient care. And she's right. Patient care is number one. But it's common sense to me. And I think most people, when you have happy nurses, you have happier patients. Nobody wants to be there, you know. I don't want to be there. No, no. you don't. Nope. But you know what? Chad learned a lot when he was in the hospital himself. I stayed right next to his side and I did everything. That way the nurses there could take care of other patients. But also I wanted Chad to get the best care, which he yeah, did. did. But he admitted. He was like, this is a lot. <laughs> you nurses do a lot. You she didn't get that kind nurse's of outfit. She's like, I do this for all the patients. I, I <laughs> but wrote- he did ask. Chad was like, you have to do so much for me. What if you weren't here? And you know what? It sucks. I are just these, keep pushing that morphine, but... Yeah. Are these outlying hospitals short-staffed? Absolutely, they're short-staffed. Absolutely. She, again, for her to say... it's And it's also how she said it, and that's part of the problem. She was snotty about the way she said it. And, and that's... 
Huh? Snide, like what we were talking about, snide comments. She has no idea. Because, again, until you go and you wipe somebody else's bottom that you don't know, do not say anything. We, you know, we went to school. We worked really, really hard to get to where we are, and it is tiring. But eight hours is not going to make a difference. It's just four days a week instead of three days a week. It's always tiring. I mean, you've already been there for eight hours. What's another four? It is hard, but it's also continuity of care. And those days that you have off, because the worst thing you can say to a nurse or, or a firefighter or anybody that works those kinds of shift is, well, you only do it two days a week or three days a week. Yeah, but you also recover the other days you're off. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you work eight-hour shifts, you recover on the weekend. Maureen Walsh from Walla Walla, Washington. Go get them, girl. Oh, I will. Oh, I was talking to Maureen. Yeah, Maureen, <laughs> she's catching it for that. Maureen, you got you got to check your emotional intelligence. Yeah, when first... you're talking to an entire group of our, what I would also consider a first responder. I, would I really too. would. Let me you're tell you something. If the Nurses Association, Association said, listen, if we feel like we could do our job better if we were all driving a Lexus provided to us by the taxpayers, <laughs> and we all, I'd be like, give it to them. Give it to them. I ain't messing with these chicks. Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh. Is this the women nurses I'm scared of? The nurses I don't worry about. I rode to and from Lake Charles in a truck with two nurses, and they were pissed off both ways. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, anyway, I'm not going to open my mouth and say a word. Because did you hear where Charlie's staring? Apparently has a, a a boy or a girl or a girl or a boy. This one confused me c- completely. Uh, yeah, this one's all over confusing. the map. I had to read this one a few times yeah. myself to understand what she was saying. So Charlie Staren says that her seven-year-old male child she adopted is actually mm-hmm. a girl. I thought she was a boy too. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So so okay, she adopts a child in 2012, three years old, and with three years old. Uh, Jackson says, I'm not a boy. Mm-hmm. So what does Charlize do? She's woke in Hollywood. So uh, she says, I thought she was a boy too. She told the, until she looked at me when she was three years old and said, I'm not a boy. So based on this pronouncement from a toddler, Theron decided to raise the child as a girl. She said, my job as a parent is to celebrate them and to love them and to make sure that they have everything they need in order to be what they want to be and will do everything in my power for my kids to have the right to be protected within that. I still don't know what she has. Does she have a boy or a girl? I think she has a sissy boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's she got? He's got a little sugar in his tank. Something. No, seriously. We're not talking about sexuality. and get, We're talking about gender here. What does she have? I'm confused. She said she's a boy, and now I say the boy is a she. And what the hell is this guy? What are they raising in Hollywood? I think uh, the sex is a boy and the gender is a girl. <laughs> what? The sex is a boy. boy. Okay, the sex is what matters. That's, that's boy or girl. There's only two sexes. I agree. Okay, so the sex is a boy. But he feels like a girl. Well, he said he was a girl. Right. Because he said, I'm not a boy when he's three years old. Well, I had a three-year-old that said, I'm Tinkerbell. We didn't go out there and sprinkle them with glitter and fairy dust. And Come on, you wore your mom's Throw them off the roof and say, fly, baby, fly. That's because you didn't support your children. No, I didn't. And they grew up to be normal kids. <laughs> I will say I saw a tweet from Candace Owens that said, I babysat a, a child who um, thought that that she was she thought she was a mermaid. She knew she was a mermaid, but I did make her get out of the bathtub, and she is here. She is living life as a normal human. Well, it's, I, now this is Charlene Ther, Charlize Theron, who said last week that she is very single, 
and that someone needs to grow a pair and step up, make an honest woman out of her. That's my phrase. But anyway, she's very single. She needs a man. And so somebody needs to grow a pair. I feel sorry for whatever dude or woman that identifies as a dude with a pair. Whoever comes at her with a pair Mm -hmm. is going to get that pair snipped off within the space of five days in that (laughs) relationship. I promise you. Because this raging chick that I have other words that I could use for is nuts. She's crazy. I mean, she done gone off the reservation Mighty Joe Young with the big monkey down in the jungle crazy. What's that last big movie she was in? I don't know. Exactly. No one else does either. She was in... uh, she was in uh, Monster. 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 Or, wasn't it? No, it was uh, wasn't it? Wasn't she in a? Um, I think she's been in something since then. What's Monster? You know, serial remember? killer. Woman? Yeah. Huh? She was like a serial she transformed. Killer. Or yeah, the way she. Oh, was. that's old. Yeah, yeah, that, that was is. crazy old. No, she that's was just in one. I heard her name. No, <laughs> she was just in one with the uh, with the uh, was it the the Rock movie where she was the bad girl. Uh, she's with The Rock. That's She know. wasn't with The Rock. Oh. She was a bad person. She played a bad person in a recent movie. Oh. She's been in some things here recently. She does things. Mm-hmm. She's busy. She used to be kind of hot. But liberalism will make you ugly. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Defy me. Defy me. Look at what's that chick that came out and flew four, four five thousand miles over the weekend so she could argue climate change. She flew on her jet five thousand miles to tell us why we climate change <laughs> was bad and why we're killing the ozone in the in the world. What's that woman's name? She got ugly. I'll look her up. I'll so look that her would up. mean on the extreme. I the think she used to be on a show or something. Liberalism but- will make a woman ugly. And so that would mean that conservatisms conservative women look better than liberal women. And you know what? They're strong, too. So I think Charlize... Look around Studio 22. I, I look think, what we bring up in the house. I, I think the thing with Charlize is, is she needs to take a look at herself. Obviously, she's quite intimidating if guys are not wanting to, to hook up with her. She's crazy! That's the problem. She's crazy. Well, babe, you're crazy. I know. But I'm a dude, man. No dude out there says, like the Garth Brooks song says, uh, uh, she's sun and rain, she's fire and ice, a little crazy, but it's nice. That's a damn lie. Ain't no man ever said my woman's a little crazy, but it's nice. No man has said she's crazy, but it's nice. Nobody wants to be with a crazy woman. That's why I'm telling you, fellas, I'm telling you, young men, don't go out there having crazy premarital sex with these girls because once you put it in, you're going to pull the crazy out, and I promise you, you're going to have to live with that. If a baby don't, I don't care if you don't get her pregnant, you start having sex with that woman, the crazy going to fall out of her. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me me liberal women ain't, ain't ugly. I will not. They ain't they, 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 they ugly. But as far as the crazy coming out, that's the pretty crazy true. The crazy is true. That's pretty true. They are crazy and they're ugly. No, no I'm not no talking crazy about women. women. pretty liberal. I'm talking about women in general. I'm looking in the camera. I'm telling you, show me a pretty liberal. There'll be some commentators that'll that'll put some Come pictures. Come on with it. I want to see a pretty liberal. Kathy Griffin? Post it in the no. comments. Joy Behar? Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> show me one. <laughs> show me one. Amy Klobuchar? Elizabeth Warren, Charlize Theron. She ain't pretty She's anymore. Pretty on she the outside. She used to be pretty, and then she got derangement <laughs> syndrome, and now she looks like an emaciated wreck. Beauty's in the eye of the beer holder. <laughs> it's, it's, it's apparently in the, in, in the eyes of the dude that's got his balls in a cup that sits on a shelf at Charlize Theron's house. 
This woman don't know she got a boy or a girl. Is it black or it's a black kid? Mm-hmm. Jackson is a black kid. But what if Jackson said, I'm a white kid? Well, then I'm going to treat him like a white kid the rest of my life. Now he's got privilege because that's how I'm treating him. Well, no kidney's got privilege. He's growing up in Hollywood in Charlie Starr's house. I hate the world. I want <laughs> off. This is no. this drives me crazy, people. Got nurses playing cards. <laughs> I hate this thing, man. What have we come to for real? Wait, can can I add to that just one? Si- I know. Shh. Hold okay. on one second, because in Laguna Beach, the police officers uh, built a. Uh, we, can we show a picture of this this beautiful police unit where they wrote police in in the American flag, mm-hmm. and it has divided this city. Yeah, people losing their mind. Over They're it. mad, and they said that this flag on the side is scary and could be offensive to immigrants that's where we are so just adding to that's where we are good the american flag good i hope it scares them i hope it pisses them off i hope they pee them their peter pants i hope there is such weak mental constitution that you wet yourself every time you see an american flag i pray the wind will blow in california at 24 hours a day just so the flags will whip out there and unfurl and go and you'll piss your pants because you're so scared of those colors. I want to ask you something, though. Come on. Was this just one chick who wrote this? This could be offensive. Or do we? did we really divide Listen. a city? Because, Chad, that's scary. It is scary. The day that we hear the American flag could be offensive? I'll tell you. I'll go one better for you. So the name of my comedy tour is the Star Spangled Banter Comedy Tour. Mm-hmm. All right? So I had a show promoter in Dubuque, Iowa. After the show, we were all, Steve and I usually go and we'll have a drink somewhere and sit down and visit with folks, usually the promoters, just as a thank you for having us in and things. And she said, have you thought about changing the name of the tour? And I said, why would we do that? She said, because it's offensive. I said, Star Spangled Banter, what's offensive about that? Now, I thought she was going to go and say that I was making fun of the phrase Star Spangled Banter. Banner, right. And she said, no. She said, the fact that it's that close to something like the Star Spangled Banner. I said, so you're saying the Star Spangled Banner is offensive? She said, yes, it's offensive. And I said, so patriotism, American patriotism is offensive. She says, yes. She said, people on our side, they look at those things and they feel threatened by that. Like the red, I said, so red, white, and blue. She said, yes, we feel threatened by that. And I said, get out right now. Get out. <laughs> get out. You do not deserve to be in this country. People have died for your freedoms, died for your liberty to say something so asinine. Shut up. Shut up. But that's that's how crazy it is. There are people out there, and you don't have to spend a lot of time on Twitter just to see those people that are out there that are losing their freaking minds. They're anti-American. I was mm-hmm. listening. This is, by the way, it's not party time, Mama. This is just di- this is Dr. Pepper. Okay, for those I can of you vouch for that. You think I have a problem? It's just Dr. Pepper. Now, on the way into the studio today, I was listening. I always listen to SiriusXM. I'm usually listening to Will Cow, which you need to listen to Will Cow and, and check him out on Blaze TV as well. I listen to Will Cow. And, uh, and and I listen to David Webb, love David Webb. And so David had, uh, uh, what's her name? Carrie was on. She was filling in for him. So I went over to the Progress channel, which, of course, is super hyper liberal comedian uh, and far leftist Trey Crowder, who I'd love to have on the show uh, sometime. He was on there. And all they could say was, let's just impeach Trump. We just got to impeach Trump. Mm-hmm. We're in the long game. Impeach Trump. I mean, I read the Mueller report. All it said was that we need to impeach Trump. The Mueller report is just filled with all, with all this stuff about how we need to impeach Trump. And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? What are you reading at this point? 
What are you reading? I mean, what, what, what? Mm-hmm. Tell me, what are the crimes? What are the what, incriminations? What are the collusions? What are obstruction? What are the obstructions? What is? What's the? Where's the treason? Where's all these things? So yeah, these people are off the reservation with their ideas. They've gone crazy. If you don't look, when I knew it was a real thing is when I knew on Salon.com when they said that people are actually having to get therapy because Trump was messing up their sex life. You stupid. You don't have you you stupid. Now I go back I go back to when they emptied the asylums in the nineteen eighties. Jimmy Carter started it, Ronald Reagan finished it, and it became a states rights thing, and the states started emptying the insane asylums. All these crazy people got out on the street, started screwing each other and having crazy babies, and this is what we got, people. That's where these millennials have come from is crazy people having babies with each other. Thinking about Trump while they're having sex. Ah! Mm. Don't have sex. Dear God, take Ocasio-Cortez's <laughs> advice. She said the world is going to end in 12 years, and I agree with her. She said don't bring babies into this world and in, in, in increase it. You, you see them crazy ladies on there that are doing that? Oh, 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 yeah. She's right. She's right. She's right. Oh, the world can't handle seven and a half, eight billion people. The better number needs to be one point. Five billion. It needs to be, mm, she's right, one billion people. We need to stop having babies. Stop bringing the one billion people. Yes, I agree with them. Stop having babies. Don't have any more babies. No sex for you. Do not procreate. Do like that young boy at California, at the University of California. Cut your penises off. We're building the wall. Cut them off. Did he, he said, do if they it? build a foot of wall, I'm going to cut off an inch of penis. <laughs> Because we know that's all that soy boy's got. Baby, man! party time, mom. Cut your penises <laughs> off. Sew your vaginas up. <laughs> Do not have babies if you're a liberal. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. That's why we're going to be the number one rated podcast in the world. Because I will tell you the truth. Monday, man. Ain't even drinking. <laughs> Oh, no, that's pure sober. My mother, this is why I drink. Y'all don't understand. This is why I drink. If I don't, this is sober me. I got to bring it down. I need a depressant. I need something to bring me down. I'm reading about Charlie's Theron. We got people who are setting off bombs in Sri Lanka, killing Christians, killing Westerners. And we won't call that what it is, but yet we're we're so caught up on labels of what Charlie's Theron's seven year old boy girl is. This is so stupid. Or the flag on or the, the flag. side of the, the you, flag, uh, United States car. flag on a cop car. Oh, and then two weeks ago they were pissed off because they said put in God we trust on some cop cars. <sighs> Doomed. I blame you, Zuckerberg. I blame you. You made this thing called social media. The world was never intended to be this small. <laughs> Peppered us with stupid is what it did. Got nurses playing cards. What is the world coming to? <laughs> We're getting good at cards, though. <laughs> Go fish. <laughs> Sweet Lord of mercy. Okay. You got to pray. You got to pray. Mm-hmm. We're living in a crazy world. We got our priorities are all screwed up. It's nuts, man. It's nuts. We're worried about genders and sexes. There's only two sexes. That's correct. Biologically. Biologically, there's only two sexes. That's it, too. 
a man has the inability. He, you possess, man, you want something? Here it is. You possess the inability to give birth to a child unless someone artificially puts a child inside of you. And then, unless you're going to push that cantaloupe through your pee hole, they have to cut it back out of you because you're a freaking man, okay? And I don't care what Charlie's identifies her black child as. It's going to be whatever it is. And I, we still, the jury is out in Studio 22. I don't know. I'm sure many of you have figured out this, this puzzle palace, which is Beverly Hills, and can tell me what the hell she has. I don't know. I can't, I can't figure it out. It's a girl that identified as a boy and then came back and said, I'm not a boy. I don't know. If you became liberal, you would be ugly, Natalie. You would become mm, ugly. No, she wouldn't. Jade would become <laughs> ugly. Candice would become ugly. Look at Mark. <laughs> Always handsome. Always handsome. Thank you. Look I think at I'm not a liberal. You but you know what? He's single, so he could date Charlize. <laughs> Step up. Grow a pair, Mark. Grow a pair, Mark. <laughs> I have no words right now. Listen. Just go ahead and hand them over. <laughs> Just give them to me. Put them in a sack before you leave the studio. I'm telling you guys, space of five years, any of you girls, you come, you become liberals, you become liberals. And once you look at yourself now, there will be a before and after picture. Go back and look at Kathy Griffin when she was on Suddenly Susan. She looked like a woman. Now she looks like a, a, a crayon that a kid's been chewing on and scraping his teeth on. Orange crayon. There it is. Send the hate mail. Send it to Steve. Steve at watchchad.com. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right? right. Hey, you want to see me in person? It gets wild on stage, too. Go to watchchad.com. Check out my tour schedule. Come see me on tour. We're coming to Spokane, Pacific Northwest. We'll be up there. Coming to Spokane, coming to Boise, Idaho Falls, coming to Casper, Wyoming. This week, we're going to be there. Everybody good in Studio 22? Dr. Prather, is everybody? are you okay? If y'all have anything... To say about nurses or, or anything that I've said today, you can find me at jade at watchchad.com. Okay. Bam. Look at you owning Bam. it, girl. Look at that. Own it. She's also, she also believes in vaccines, and there is a measles outbreak that's going on right now. So vaccinate your kids. Mm-hmm. That's right. Her metal, medical degree knows more than your Google search. That's right. <laughs> hey, is there anybody we hadn't pissed off yet today? Think so. Just know this for the Chad Prater Show and all the crew here at Studio 22. We love you. God bless. Yes. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.